0: Hi everybody, this is Julissa. Thank you again for coming back in and listening to my podcast. I wanted to um, try something different. I guess, um, as you guys know, this is my third episode here in my podcast. And I wanted to um, somehow, I feel like I have a lot of stories to share. And, you know, we all have stories to share. But I feel like I have unique stories that... Not a lot of people get to experience them, whether they could be good or bad, but, um, you know, I, I'm deciding to share some stories that I guess I never really speak to other people about. Um, but anyways, today is um, Friday, uh, January 18, 2022. Um, it's been crazy week, but the good thing about lately is just, it, I mean, it's good and bad. The days are just flying by. And this is so crazy because, you know, even today I'm like looking at the clock. I'm like, wow, like, you know, when you, you do a lot of posting on social media and then you go back to see how, is, how that post is doing. I was like, I posted that for two hours ago. Like, it, it feels like I just did that, though. It is insane to me, guys. I feel like we're in it. Fast uh, Fast forward. Um, but anyways, whoever um, you are listening to my podcast, I wanted to say, uh, first, I am a fashion designer. I also do YouTube, and, you know, as you can see now, you can tell now, I do a podcast. And I was born in the Dominican Republic, and you can find more information about me by going to my website, julisadesigns.com. I have my studio where I create my stuff uh, in downtown Danbury. But I wanted to come here and speak about a story that just came to my head, you know. I'm not sure why, but I've been having a very weird dreams interest, uh, lately. And, you know, I just, you know, today, Friday, I went to see my mom real quick after work. And, you know, she's staying with my sister. So I went to see her real quick, and I was just... You know, it's so cute to see her, you know. Um, My mom has dementia, and she's suffering from that for a couple years now. She needs um, care 24-7, so we're very grateful that my sister decided to be able to do that and have her in her home and having people come over, like, all the time to take care of her, too, of my mom so that you know it takes a lot to do that but i'm very grateful that she's able to do so um but it was just so cool to see my mom today you know i was there wednesday today is just friday but i feel like i miss her so much anyway so going back to speaking about my mom like um one thing i'm gonna say about me is is that you know i really I know some people might have a hard time hearing this, but I don't, one of the things that you can ask me, I will answer back to you, will be, what is the thing that you hate the most? I really hate divorce. And I'm so afraid of divorce. It's so crazy because, you know, it's so crazy. I was not even going to talk about this, but I hate divorce so bad that I'm so willing to like, you know, I just don't understand how people can go from being so in love to being you know just scared away from me and that is one of my biggest fear and the reason that i'm mentioning divorce is the fact that you know i come i grew up you know my my parents divorced when i was very young you know my dad left when i was basically a baby and seeing my mom um taking care of us for you know taking care of us by herself because it's not like she had like family like ready available family to help her it was just her and the, me and my sister so I you know my mom became I mean I guess that's a personality too she she was very strong and it takes a lot to raise two sh- children by yourself and have and also have a career because my mom had a really good job in the Dominican Republic before we came here to the United States. so to see her just taking care of us it was you know we could you know she was she she was her world growing up like and she you know, this is why we're still so close to her, you know, we're so caring towards her too, because of that, I believe and besides the fact that we love her so much, but seeing her, you know. Um, being so strong, you know, dealing with raising us and being by herself, and you know, paying for everything and going to a job and all of that. Like I admired that on her so much, and having to be so strong too. And you know, she had a lot of she had a, a lot of street smarts and things like that. But anyways, the reason that I'm talking about her and you know, divorcing all of that is that because of that, you know, you, you go through a separation, and it might, you know, a lot of people say, it affects the kids, yes, affects the kids, it might not happen in the moment, but throughout life, you know, what I learned from myself, after seeing this whole divorce thing, throughout life, like, it affects you so much, even, like, you look back and I'm like, oh my goodness, I see it now. I see how the divorce affected me. And like I said, even though I was a baby, you know, it doesn't affect you when it happens at the moment, you know, being a child of a divorce um, marriage, but it, you see it like after, years after. It's so crazy. But anyways, um, that's the only reason why I wanted to mention divorce in this episode was the fact that um, she you know, she races by herself, you know, my dad, you know, he was present, you know, via phone and sending, you know, our, I guess you can say, you know, some type of money monthly for us, He. you know, he, he moved out of the country, he came to New York first, and but, you know, it's not like he was in a day-to-day type of um, appearance that, whatever we needed he was right there like in front of us so uh, my mom had to deal with all of that he was a distant parent I guess you can say and you know we went through a situation like we grew up in a very um, me and my sister we were raised in a very I guess you can call very nice area in in Santo Domingo Day is very very famous I mean I love the zona colonial which is a very touristic um, type of area and I'm sure if you've been to Santo Domingo and you've been to you know to the Dominican Republic and you've been to that area you know uh, when I mention zona colonial that's a very distinct I mean every day just walking down from school to, to the house, all you will see is like tourist guys with a group of people just talking about the streets and and stuff like that. And a lot of those groups will stop by, by our house where we grew up. And it was a very exclusive neighborhood. And it still is. So, you know, I have so many memories of that area. It's so crazy. And I loved it too. I loved it. And you know, we had, so we moved there. I don't know how, how old I was. That wasn't like our original home. That was actually my grandmother's home, which is, um, it was owned, I don't know if it still is, it was owned by our, my mom's, my grandfather's aunt. And she saw the family came from a different town in the Dominican to Santo Domingo and they I like, go, oh, well I'm gonna give them my house so they can live in in there so my grandmother and my grandfather moved there they raised their kids and then when my mom got married and then when the divorce happened as you can say she took us back and moved in the house where she used to live with her um, mom and siblings so and that's how we ended up in that house a huge his um, historic house in zona colonial and what i remember a lot from the house is growing up with this man this neighbor that we had he was the next door neighbor so it was a very weird um, family because it was a mom that lived there with her two boys and they were not just like 14 year old boys they were already adults i don't know if when we moved maybe they were where one of them was like 18 and like I know they were adults already um so they were adults and one of them I one of them had like a mental issue he was um involved you know he you would that's the guy that you will always see when you will come you know from the school like we will come from the school he was always outside smoking and he will be yelling out stuff And he always looked to me, what I remember about him was that he always seems to be drunk. And, I, you know, we knew who he was. He was the next door neighbor and things like that. I I know his name and I know he smells really bad and it's always looked like he was smoking. And what I, I, I don't remember being afraid of him, but I remember that, when we were at the time me and my sister would come back walking from from school, my grandfather made the effort to always be around, you know, like waiting for us. Because they always say, you know, if he better wash like talking about that young man, the next door neighbor, he my family will always say things like, He better wash himself if he ever tries to do something to you or your sister. And my, my grandfather was like that. My mom would say things about him too, like training him. And I remember when, whenever he tried to get loud the, the neighbor out of hand or he when he would like come by our front door, he only took like somebody to raise his voice voice to him and he would go away. You know, whether he was drunk or smoking, whatever he was, whatever he was in that day, he will go away, and then there were days where he was like very to himself, like he was not drinking or smoking, and he would see us coming from, walking back from school, back home, and he would stop traffic so we can cross the street, and he was like, he would stop traffic, he would stop everybody, and he was very, you know, very gentle and very like um, amicable, I guess you can say, And, uh, you know, that's why I'm like, I don't think I ever felt afraid of him because then, you know, he never crossed the line. I think he got so many threats by my grandfather or my mom or whoever in the family. And then when he was on his good days, like sober days, he was very, like, um, protective of me and my sister. But anyways, this family lived there for so many years. And I remember... The mom, it was an older lady, which didn't seem like she was really the mom. It's almost like she raised him and the brother just out of compassion. To be honest, I don't think that was the the birth mom of both of them. And then the the other brother was the one that was like the, I guess you can say the good one he went to school he was a painter and i believe he still is a painter very uh, well known in zona colonial i think he used to teach art too one time he helped me with my art project and he did such a great job i will never forget that because he was teaching me about paints and doing art and he was so dedicated and his name was tony i remember that and i remember him being like the good the good one and whenever the other one got out of hand because they they had their fights and you know they had their fights and we will hear screaming and stuff and Tony will come in like late from after school or whatever he was doing and things got settled like you could hear everything going back to normal because if he if the other one was gay going crazy hitting the mom or something Tony will come in will just settle things down And one thing I have to say, because this is so strange, even though it was a huge house and, you know, in my side of the house, my family, and there were a lot of people in our house. And besides me and my sister, my mom, it was my grandmother, my aunt, my grandfather, and my other cousin who would stay there like some nights and some other nights, she wouldn't be there, but she had her own room there too. And then everybody else who came to visit from New York or on, the other towns like every weekend we always had guests coming over so the house was always packed And on the other side of the house it was that mom and the two the two adult boys the two um you know the painter and the other guy but one thing I have to say is that we all shared a bathroom which is so insane but we, we all shared the bathroom but anyways so I remember just living through that And there were days that, like I said, we would come back from school and everything was great. And there were days that our grandfathers would be waiting. Um, My grandfather, you knew something was up. The minute you look outside and you see the door open, my grandfather sitting, I can see him right now, my grandfather sitting at the front door and on the side, like hiding, and he had this type of... um, Weapon metal weapon that he always carried with himself when there was trouble, and you knew something was up because he would just be like sitting by the front door and on his side without it showing to the you know for people to see. He had that metal piece of item, you know, that he used to just have there just in case something happened. And I'm not talking about he had the door open, and it was like 10 p.m. at night, it could have been like 1 p.m. and 1 p.m. in the afternoon but the minute that he saw the neighbor getting all drunk or something he would just sit there to protect his family and we were like "Uh oh what's happening you know abuelo abuelo is sitting again by the front door with the metal piece you know holding the metal piece what's happening and he's like oh you know he's getting a little riled up over there so I'm just here checking so anyway so a lot of stuff happened with that kid and I, I say a kid because he had, like, he had no job. He didn't go to school. He was always just drunk or smoking somewhere. And I remember there were many days that I will see him get picked up by this large SUV. Like, it was like a, a, an SUV that would come by and pick him up and just take him and then drop him off again. I don't know what was happening, but I remember noticing that and not really saying anything to anybody. In those houses, like we had like a secret room that the window was facing the front of the house. And me and my sister, we used to go to that little room. It was like an attic and we used to love, we love going there and play and one time i remember i was just in that room i think i was by myself just playing around and then i saw this large suv black suv came by and it stopped right by our front by a front door and the door opened and the guy the the guy you know the crazy neighbor ca- came out of the house got into the car and let and the, the suv drove so fast i was like oh wow they just got him like that that's crazy and then a few hours later, later they will come and drop him off again. I just thought that was a little strange. But anyways, that guy got guy even crazier because one day we were down by Plaza España, which is another famous tourist um, area around zona colonial and we were walking it was late at night we were walking plus españa with our cousins that came my mom's cousin came from new york and you know every time somebody comes visit we live right in the best area so we will take you take them out to see sightseeing and stephen and get ice cream and just walk down Plaza españa Conde and things like that all around that area so we you know we were like you know, let's go back home. The minute we were coming back home, it was already late. And we were coming back home. And we by the time we hit the corner, we see our neighbors calling. We saw all these people in like all these people like near the house. And we were like, What is going on? And they were like, Come, come. The neighbor next door just burned down the house. And we were like, What? And I remember my mom had to deal with all of that, having visitors too. It was just the most scary thing I ever experienced in my life. You know, because those days we didn't have cell phones. So we were out, you know, just walking with our friends that came from New York. And coming back, we were so tired. You know, you do a lot of walking over there. We had no cell phones on there. The neighbors are waving us like, "Finally, you guys are returning back home!" Come, come. The neighbor put just said, "You know, the your crazy neighbor." They used to say, "Loco, loco de al The crazy neighbor set the house on fire, and it was the most scariest thing I ever seen, guys. But I'm going to do episode two on this, part two of this um, episode, so please come back and listen to it because you're going to see how God worked all of that out and everything that happened with the guy and, you know, my family and how the house turned out to be. Thank you guys so much for listening and please come back and listen to part two. God bless everybody. Have a good night.